Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We have started the new series, School Therapy Tips with the help of YourTherapySource.com. Remember, in a couple days, in a week or so, God willing, we're going to take a brief hiatus and then we'll come back and finish off Season 2 of OT Talk and Mir Tashem will then do Season 3. Don't forget, April is OT month, so share our show and all things OT and bring it out there with OT Rex and AOTA and all those other resources. I also wanted to bring up to you some really cool products that our friends told us about over the weekend that I wanted to mention. If you have kids like us, and this is not an advertisement, don't worry. If you have kids like us who color all over the place, especially on the wall, especially on the table, especially on the floor, everywhere possible, there are a few solutions that we figured out what to do. We can't give them regular crayons. We can't give them regular markers. We can't even give them regular pencils, pens, or the like because it's everywhere, really hard to get out, all over the furniture, all over the walls, and all over the, the floor. So three solutions we can give you. Number one, we've talked about this many times, keep it outdoors. Sidewalk chalk is fantastic, especially as the weather gets nicer. Let them use the sidewalk chalk as much as they want. We even have it beautifully done on our garage door, but it comes off with water. It's on the driveway. It's all over the place. That's for outdoors. Then there's bathtub crayons and bathtub markers, which is fantastic. They love to use them. My kids love to use it every bath time. Crayons, kala kala, they say all the time. And it comes out with the water also. So we keep it in the bath. We use it for the bath, and it's great for the bath. And then the third thing we found, thanks to our friends who told us about over the weekend, is called Color Wonder. It only colors on this special color wonder paper. This comes from Crayola. They didn't sponsor us. We wish they did, but they didn't. Still a wonderful product to let you know about. Color Wonder, W-O-N-D-E-R. And they have so many types. They have Paw Patrol and Daniel Tiger, which is our favorite. And it only works on the paper they give you or on the books they give you. The Color Wonder books and the Color Wonder products go together. It's supposed to not color on skin or fabric or furniture. Apparently, it does work on our screen door as our kids tried it out because they were curious, and it does. But in general, it doesn't work on the walls or the like. It, it kind of works on the front door also. But in general, it's really only supposed to work on the actual Color Wonder products. So go get it. It's fantastic. If you have kids like ours that color everywhere, go try that. And also, Magna Doodle brings you back to the olden days when we had like the Etch-a-Sketch kind of things where you would doodle on this magnetic pad and then you would erase it by sliding across the board with the tab. And it came with a pen attached and it kind of like gathered together little pieces inside. So the new version, the nowadays version is Magna Doodle, and we bought it for our kids as a special present coming up. Hopefully they'll like it. And that's another way to promote writing without worrying about writing on the walls or writing on the floor. So those are just products we wanted to give to you. And now we're going to move over to today's topic, 10 Simple Ways to Work on Balance Skills with the Help of Your Therapy Source. A wonderful website. So in general, we want the kids to be able to do balance. PT does this a lot, especially in the schools for physical therapy. But we could try to help out also, especially because they bring such wonderful resources from yourtherapysource.com. So there are 10 simple ways for children to work on balance skills throughout the day. The first one is to walk up and down stairs or curbs. Each time you take a step, you're balancing on one foot. If you think about it, running, walking, and hopping are very interesting advanced skills. At any point during the running cycle, I think we learned about this in ambulation back in grad school, at any point during the, the running cycle, there is a part of your body that is not touching the ground. 
you think about that, it's fascinating. At some point, when you're running, both feet are actually off the ground. It's almost as if you're flying for half a half a half a millisecond. So in order to be able to have the balance, kids have to be able to learn to have balance. You see how kids are when they're little, little babies. They roll over, then they crawl, then they cruise, and then they, they walk. And of course, there's also the army trench also as they're creeping. But as they get better and better, they get more skilled. We want them to be able to be balanced. And physical therapy is much better at this, of course. But they can walk up and down the stairs of the curbs. And as they do that, they're balancing on the one foot. And if you want to put tape down in your house or tape down outside and have them do one foot in front of the other, also a cool way for them to try to balance. Have them hop on one foot, hop on the other foot while keeping on a line or a balance beam or a makeshift balance beam. Riding a bicycle also is a task that requires postural control, taking care of the body, keeping the posture proper, and balance and if they can't do the bicycle if they're very very young you can let them do a tricycle or let them have a bicycle with training wheels it's okay it's a little bit of assistance it's a little bit of assistance and they are able to learn how to do it properly once they have the ability to ride the bicycle so this is a test that requires postural control and balance but once they're able to do this then they're able to go on. So you could always have the training wheels. You could always have the ways of them do that. So that's the second way. Another way to do it is to ride a scooter. I used to love a scooter when I was a kid. For some reason, it's not that famous anymore. It's not that big a fan anymore. There are the, the scooters out there. I forget the company, but there's a very famous scooter brand. The, the little version, it's a little bit metal. But this is obviously something that requires the balance. Obviously, three-wheel scooters are easier than two-wheel scooters. But when you have one foot on the scooter, one foot off the scooter, the one foot is giving a lot of power, giving a lot of energy into the item, into the, into the instrument for them to learn how to do that. So they have to learn to do the proper balance. They hold on with the handlebars, and then one foot should be able to press the brake for them to learn how to do that balance. So get a scooter. A lot of people, there's a big debate out there. I read about this last year. What, which one is better to get to work? Is walking better? Is using a bicycle better or using a scooter better? So there's a huge debate out there. Both proponents, both sides are very, very adamant, very passionate about them. One person says, bicycles are amazing. You can't beat it. It's awesome. Another person says, no, scooters are better. Whichever way you want to do it, if you can get yourself to work without driving and being able to use a real method that involves a lot of activity, a lot of exercise, it's really wonderful to do that. Walking is really one of the top things to do. Person is supposed to get that physical activity 150 minutes a week, between 120 to 150 minutes a week. That's about 20 to 30 minutes a day. So if you get the scooter, you get the bicycle, you get the walking, it's very easy to get that. And you're working on posture and you're working on balance all at the same time. That's number three. Number four, simple way to work on balance skills is walking on uneven terrain. If you walk on grass, you walk on rocks, you walk on dirt, that's a way to work on the balance also. If you have a sandbox or you have the pool, have them try to walk through the pool. You can make it a silly activity, a fun activity, especially in the summer. We blew up a little pool. Have them walk through the pool. It's a very fun sensory experience. It's a very interesting experience for kids also. They walk on the rocks. They walk on the dirt. Very interesting for them as well. Wet, thick mud is a big challenge. They have the big mud challenge nowadays for adults, but even for kids, if you have them walk through that, not so simple. A lot of fun. The cleanup is not fun, but the activity is fun, and that'll be great for them. Walking on uneven terrain without shoes is an even bigger challenge if you want to grade up the activity make it harder using the sand. Play a game of kickball or soccer. When I was a kid, we loved to play elimination and dodgeball. Also very good to try to avoid the ball. Nowadays, uh, the kids go a little crazy with it, a little too intense for my liking. But if you use a very soft ball, a nice big ball, then it won't be as dangerous or as troublesome for the kids involved. So you play the kickball, you play the soccer, 
And you can play dodgeball or elimination or any of those sports, especially during gym and recess time, especially if you do a move and break activity, which we've been talking about all week, involves a lot of good balance. You need to stand on one foot to kick the ball when you're playing kickball or soccer. And you need to stand and be able to move with good dynamic balance and good regular balance when you're involved in these games also. You can also play follow the leader. You practice walking fast. You practice walking slow. You back practice walking backwards or sideways, all involving good balance activities also. The seventh way is to pretend to be a tightrope walker like we talked about before. You walk heel to toe along any line, try on your toes or on your heels. And the very simple way of doing this is put masking tape down or put painter's tape on. See our episode last week about painter's tape, about many other activities you could use also. And that's very simple, cheap method of being able to work on balance in your own home, in your own living room. If you try putting on your pants and standing, this is a real balance challenge to stand on one foot while putting the other leg in the pants. It's not very easy. A lot of people sit down when dressing, but if you stand, very hard to do that, especially for little kids. You want to make it harder? Try putting socks on in the standing without falling also and see how that goes, especially for little kids. You can make it into a game. You can put stickers on the socks. You can put different things involved to make it into an extra fun activity while helping them learn how to use their balance. You could also walk along curbs or balance beams at the park, and you could also go on a hike searching out some logs or big rocks to climb. All very different things to do, very simple things to do to try to work on balance, and we just want the kids to get as best as they can using their posture, using their balance, especially in the school environment. Of course, PT, physical therapy is better at it. We just wanted to mention it, thanks to yourtherapysource.com. Join us next time as we talk about 10 ways to turn Transition instead of walking here on OT Talk with Mr. T and Dom, your host, Mr. T.